in the way that the Creator created us, we can see deep thoughts and holy intentions, a revealing of His true kindness to give us tools and ways to correct the world, to fix the world, to uplift the world. Judaism is focusing always on people's obligation to work on their attributes, to, to correct their manners, to be good people, to be as kind, as nice, as merciful, as loving, as honorable as we can. And as well, to develop a spiritual and inner relationship based on faith and holy teachings with our Maker, with our Creator. Now, all the highly and spiritual deep understandings that we get out of the holy scripts and learning and also out of the rest of our Avodat Hashem, serving Hashem, serving the Creator in the way that we know to be the right way based on the verses and based on the holy scripts of our sages, the holy sages that opened and illuminated our eyes to understand the true meaning of the verses, that without their wisdom, there would be no way to understand the Bible and to understand the Holy Scripts of the Torah, the Holy Torah. A simple, simple example for that is the mitzvah of tefillin, that our sages taught us that the intention of the verse, Vehayu letotafot ben enecha, ukshartam leot al yadecha, vehayu letotafot ben enecha, means that we need to put tefillin. Now, for a person who just reads the Bible, even in the Hebrew edition, you can never understand the mitzvah of putting tefillin from that verse. Because the verse is saying, Ukshartam leot al yadecha, you should tie them as a mark, as a sign on your hand. And they should be as totafot, that totafot is not a familiar word for us even to learn what it means. That they should be le totafot as totafot. We don't know what's totafot. It's not a word that is known. We're not using it in any other way in Hebrew. Benenecha, between your eyes. A mysterious verse that does not mean anything without the pure and holy explanation that was given to us in legacy. 
by the sages that they accepted it in Kabbalah from the first sages that get got it from the elders and the elders got it from the head of the tribes head of the tribes got it from uh, Moshe, Aharon, Elazar Tamar. 70 elders people got the wisdom from them and gave it to the next generations of the sages in the days of the temple inheriting the holy land and then the first and second temple in those generations, they explained and opened the wisdom of the verses, what that Hashem told Moshe, and Moshe gave the wisdom to Aharon, Aharon to his children, Elazar and Itamar, mainly to them. And the next ones were the 70 elders that got the wisdom and spread it among the people of Israel. Without the traditional wisdom of the oral Torah, we would never be able to understand the meaning and the intention of the verses. You have four verses in four places that you have a prohibition to cook the meat of the deer, Gdi, in the milk of his mother. Four times in the Bible, the same prohibition is written. For what? If you wrote it once, you don't need to write it again. But the sages revealed to us that you have a deeper law in that. And that is the real intention of why really the verses were written in that way. That four times the same prohibition will be written to teach us on four different aspects that will be four different foundations for a long list of prohibitions about mixing milk and meat. Now, it's not only about the deer and its mother's milk. It's also about different animals and not only to cook them together it's also to eat them together if they were not cooked together. You have many different prohibitions and they're all being learned by the sages, all being taught to us by the sages. So without the wisdom of the ancient and holy, wise and righteous people that hand the inner wisdom, the soul of the Torah to us, we would be like blind people in the dark that cannot understand between right and left. For an example, if you read the stories and the tales of the Bible, like on Bil'am, you have that person Bil'am. By the simple verses, you see a person doesn't seem so evil in his words. When people are coming to ask him, Balak and his people are coming to ask him to curse the people of Israel. He's saying, I cannot. If Hashem will not let me, I cannot. And even if you're going to fill my house with gold, I won't be able to do that. Sounds like an honest person. But if you look into the depths of the verses, by the deep explanations of the holy commentaries and the sages, you see the depths of his intentions that were so evil and unpure that you understand how 
to protect yourself today from those aspects of evil inclination that are trying to sabotage and to hurt our holy camp until today. Only based on the wisdom of the old and holy sages, we know until today how to follow and to keep the rules that were given to us by the maker of the universe. And he spoke to us from the Mount of Sinai, spoke to a huge public of around between two to three million people that came out of a horrible period of time of slavery, being slaves in Egypt, humbled, totally, totally humbled, standing together, united with love and strong connection to the true identity of us being one strong bonded family, the children of Jacob, the nation of Israel. And we got the wisdom in a way that will never change, will never change. And that is the reason why Jewish people should never follow Christianity and any kinds of different methods that contradicts the simple and fundamental rules of Judaism. And that's why we cannot accept on ourselves the so-called prophecies of Muhammad and the Quran, because even if we can appreciate, definitely can appreciate honest people, truthful people, if they are Christians or Muslims, it does not allow us to follow their conclusions and their wisdom. It might be that for you guys, you got that wisdom and you need to follow it, maybe. But we have a clear prohibition to follow a prophet that is not coming from our nation, from our people. And as well, we're not allowed to follow a prophet since the day of the destruction of the second temple. And if our sages opened our eyes and the righteous commentaries and big true righteous people that lead, led us until today, like the Rambam, like the Ramban, real righteous people, that there is no doubt to the purity of their mind and to the holiness of their true intention of opening the eyes of people to find the truth and to live good life. If they warned us from false methods, we should never follow those ways. And therefore, we are loyal to the original text and to the original wisdom that was handed to us by the maker of the universe. Now, everyone in the world, everyone that has simple faith, knows and believes in the holiness and purity of the nation of Israel. Now, people today, they're choosing 
many of them are choosing not to follow the ancient traditional truth that is showing that the people of Israel were chosen for their humility, for their good attributes, for certain qualities that are the structure of our being, because we are the descendants of those holy messengers that delivered the light. You can say that King David was, I don't know what. You can make up theories and stories to say that Moses was like this, Moses was like that, that Aaron was like this, that King Solomon was like this, that the prophet Daniel was like this. You can, you can make up stories, fantasy stories, and to make yourself believe in those methods, in those ideas that you're developing. But the only original and ancient scripts are written in Hebrew and are being held in our hands. And we know how to read them. And we know how to reach them. And we know how to understand them. And we can we have the ability to open them up for you and to share that wisdom with you. Now, it's true. Not every Jewish person is such a, a bargain. Not all Israeli people are something that you must learn from. You have many people, many Jews, many Israeli peoples who are not perfecting their attributes and not being a holy role model uh, to the nations to shine the light. But the fact that you have certain people who are not holding in that high level of being the light to the nations does not disqualify a whole nation from the purpose and essence of their creation. Now, we are here for that purpose. This is why we're here. We are here to shine the light of Hashem to the world, for everyone to know Him, for everyone to recognize Him. Now, He built that world in that way that His unconditional love and loving kindness will shine and spread around the world, among the nations, for everyone to be able to know Him. So we are here to spread the truth. And this is why the wisdom was translated in the first place to Greek and then to different languages, to Arabic and to English. And the purpose of it was that the light will shine among the nations for many people, as many as possible, to learn the truth and to come closer to Hashem. But without simple humility, a certain acceptance of reality, to understand that we are here to teach that we are here to guide you, that we are here to open the gates of wisdom for you guys to learn and to understand and to come closer to Hashem, based on the great advice and wisdom that been shared with us. We haven't wrote the book. We haven't write, write the Bible. The Bible was given to Moshe by Hashem. There was a great war in the sky, in heavens, between Moses to the angels. They were fighting. 
if Moshe will be able to deliver the Torah to the people of Israel or not. There was a huge fight. And in the end, Moshe won and brought the Torah down and broke the first tablets and then wrote the second tablets and gave the second tablets to the people of Israel. And all those difficulties and obstacles and challenges that we experienced humbled us and corrected us and fixed us and prepared us for the day of redemption. And in that day of redemption, there's going to be a redemption for the whole world. All 70 nations, 70 branches of that tree of humankind will all march together toward Yerushalayim to bow to Hashem Itbarach, to the Creator, in that holy place that He Himself chose for it to be His own house. You understand? There is no stupid argument on the Temple Mount between Israelis and Palestinians. It's all a joke. In the Day of Redemption, the House of Hashem will stand there. Not the House of the Palestinians or the House of the Jews. We're not allowed even to build the Temple. The Temple will be built by Hashem. People that today are trying to control and to possess the Temple Mount are not us. We are waiting for the redemption to take place. We know the truth about the Temple Mount. We know exactly what is the, the, the specific point, location, that Hashem, the Maker of the world, created the world from. We know the meaning of the stone that is located over there. And even if different nations took our books before piling them and making huge fires and burning holy Jewish books, before all of that, took some copies and translated them to their languages, and now they think they know the truth by their twisted and bent translations, unfortunately, I must tell you humbly, you're very far from the truth and you still have a lot to learn and it doesn't make us better than you in any way. And if you want to think that I'm saying anything with arrogance or with any kind of, 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 of pride, so only days will show the truth. My students, they know me and I know myself that in a very humble way I'm telling you that this mission is not an easy mission, that this challenge of going and trying to shine the light of truth to the world, to a world that is dark, is not something that you choose out of comfort and for your own comfort and happiness. This is a big sacrifice and a great challenge. The Temple Mount is the mountain for the temple of the maker of the universe. You can call him in any way you want. The truth will be that that house in that day will be called the house of prayer to all nations. And everyone will come and pray there. Today, if you want to go and pray in Al-Aqsa Mosque, you cannot do that. This is not a simple thing. Muslims are not so fast to allow people to go and pray.
we, Jewish people, we don't have the permission from heaven to build the third temple. We're waiting for Him to build His own house, a house that will be made out of fire and tears. Fire from heavens and tears from our hearts. This is how the temple, the eternal temple, will be built from tears and fire from the sky. And we're waiting for that day. And into that temple, all people that are good people, all precious souls from all 70 nations will come together, united and attached in humility to bow in front of God, in front of Hashem, Elokei Israel, the God that chose the people of Israel to shine His light upon them, for them to reflect that light to the whole wide world, for everyone to know Him, and for everyone to come closer and closer to Him, and to know exactly how to call Him in His name. You think you know His name, I'm embarrassed to tell you, and I feel very uncomfortable to tell you. The list of combinations of the names of Hashem, really to say the name of Hashem in purity and in holiness is such a high level. You think that you know, and just failing by saying His name in vain, without proper preparation, without pure mind and holy intention, without even knowing how to pronounce, how to call Him with great honor, respect, admiration and awe that He deserves and, and more. I just can suggest from my heart to you guys to be a little bit more humble and to listen more and to learn more. And with time, more wisdom will be revealed and the real name and true nature of our Maker will be famous, known and great, known by everyone. How really to serve Him, how really to attach ourselves to Him, how really to call Him, how really to hold ourselves together to become a vessel, a holy chariot for His light to shine upon us and not through any false Messiah and false messengers that claims to know the truth and to understand something that the most humble and righteous and pure people and prophets were barely able to grasp and understand. And today you'll have such thick and low lives people, liars, violent, rude, rough and, and disgusting from filth and, and arrogance that will claim to know God and to know the right path and to teach everyone. Nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. Humble people and good people can be found in all religions, in all sections of the universe. You have amazing Muslim people. You have very good, wonderful, amazing Christian people. 
You have beautiful, wonderful, good people, Hindus, and in, in all sides of the world you can find good people, and Buddhists, and I don't even know names of all religions and sections in the world, but in any nation you can find good people. You have amazing people all over the world, people who are saving dolphins, people who are taking care of little children, people who are assisting and helping and donating and supporting and building and developing and illustrating and making beautiful art and great developments, doctors, nurses, cleaning people, teachers, tutors, officers, soldiers, beautiful people all around the world. There is no doubt that all those good people will find the truth and will, found, will find a connection to it. There is one God above us, one God that gives life to creation. And we should stay away from all dividings and opinions. You should follow the inner voice of truth. If you have a certain simple faith, follow it. I don't tell you to change your faith to mine. I just tell you why I will never change my faith to yours. If you're able really to give me wisdom that will blow my mind and will open my eyes and will shine my life, I will listen. But to tell you that I am lack of inspiration, that I am thirsty for knowledge from a foreign source, foreign to the holy and pure, innocent well of wisdom that is coming from within, from holy books that were written by the sages, by the righteous ones who, who lived their life in the temple, in the second temple, by people who wrote and composed their books while the first temple was built. We're holding those books in our hands. We're holding those ancient books in our hands. Until today, we have those holy books. Until today, we have pages and pages of long descriptions and explanations on all secrets of creation, how it all formed into physicality, and in what way, and for what purpose. And It's all written. You just need to have a million years to sit and read them all, <laughs> and to translate them to many languages. And uh, <laughs> this is why we're so happy. We're going to have eternal life. <laughs> we're going to have eternal life for learning and spiritual developing. May Hashem bless us all as one, to be always united and blessed, to love and to be loved, to honor and to be honored. And may Hashem bless us all in, uh, in great ways always. Amen. May it be His will. Amen. All the nations with me, close your eyes, just breathe, see the truth, don't chase the fake world, don't buy the fake news, be yourself, your own true self, don't let no one take our natural wealth, see the good, no fear, no despair, cherish who that you are, and share. 
From an endless spring Light up courage In yourself you're They can kick you down to the ground Hold yourself up till you are put up your crown King of the creator, holy soul inside Focus on the spiritual